Alright guys, it's TSU NAMI back with another podcast. I know it's been a little bit of a while and I have nothing to say for it. It's been a while. I've been lazy about editing and also school's been getting a bit intense and therefore I haven't been posting here as much for the past two weeks, but it's fine. We're posting now, which is okay. So... I saw this thing on a TikTok that said, um, oh, sorry, disclaimer. I am somehow under the weather again. I, I walked in the snow all day and I decided to look nice instead of dress warm. Um, so I was walking and my throat was exposed. And so I'm just feeling the after effects of that. And I'm sorry if my voice sounds a bit weird today and <coughs> sorry about that anyway moving on so i wanted to start with something that i saw on tiktok oh again that reference but i wanted to start with something that i saw on tiktok and i w- i thought that it is um quite a good thing to think about actually so it says and when nobody wakes you up in the morning when nobody waits for you at night And when you can do whatever you want, what do you call it? Freedom or loneliness? And personally, that's so beautiful of a question to ask. Why do I think that? Because I've noticed that during the pandemic, I've gotten an, uh, oh my gosh, an uncomprehendable amount of time. That was not good English. I apologize. But like a big chunk of time to myself completely to myself even now as we speak i am completely alone and it is such an interesting um time that i've really had because um i've been dilly dallying from being it being freedom and it being loneliness and i've really been trying to search deep on why in my heart that i feel like oh i'm lonely just because I am alone and not really that I'm free because I'm alone you know it's just been a it's been interesting and so I these were my thoughts you guys let me know what you think but these are my thoughts I would personally call it freedom because to be honest you're kind of free of expectations you're free of not really responsibility but sort of responsibility you're just you're just free and why i say you're free of expectations is because in the morning you expect someone to wake you up if you have someone in the house you expect them to wake you up even though you might not do it consciously you might do it subconsciously like you're waiting for someone to wake you up or you're waiting for someone to you know when you're going to bed to say good night to someone you're waiting for you know, you know, you're just expecting something from people in different parts of the day, and when presented in a in a situation whereby you cannot get those, you really free yourself of the quote unquote ties you have to people's response to your existence. This is gonna sound difficult for some people because you're not really going to understand it, but if you do, then thank you for understanding (laughs) but yeah you're free of responsibility and also you can 
you can really do anything you want and when i say anything you want i mean anything you want without fearing judgment because yeah people people tend to hide their authentic selves whenever around more than one person who is themselves so there is that and also why i think that i dilly dally from freedom and loneliness is because every time i experience too much freedom my body in a way thrusts me back into loneliness and back into the thinking that i have no one around me thus nobody cares about me thus etc etc and therefore my ego just tries to reason and just nobody cares about you that's why you don't have anyone around and etc etc which i personally think is a very horrible way of thinking but i mean what do i know i'm joking but really honestly like haha makes sense anyway moving on so i wanted to talk about something today that i have been putting off in a way i talked about it in my um in my other podcast that i have not posted my my drafts and i have not found the energy or the drive to post them because i feel like they tap into me as a person which i do not mind but at the same time it's like they kind of they're a bit con- it's a it's a bit of a controversial way of thinking because you can apply this to any other place so what am i talking about exactly um i'm talking about one of my biggest i wouldn't call it a pet peeve because i feel like pet peeve is an understatement of how much this act just irks me it, it just it just it doesn't it, it really doesn't sit well with me and what what that is is in gen being ingenuine and you might think like yeah that bothers everyone when you're not ingenuine i mean when you're not genuine with something that you're doing that bothers everyone but i think of it in like a more societal perspective or even a personal perspective too like i dilly dally from those two as well dilly dally is the word of the day i've realized but um i linger between those two because one there's a lot of things people do in society we do it because we think we have to do it not because of the meaning behind it one of my greatest examples that i give people whenever i say i hate ingenuine people is apologies so most times when people do things they tend to apologize right away and sometimes people tend to apologize and you can tell the apology is not genuine and it's mostly along the lines of i'm sorry that you felt that or i'm sorry that you or i'm sorry that when i said this you so it's like shifting the blame in a way and wind back lost my train of thought again <laughs> but basically the thing about those apologies and how they just irk me the fact that it just roots itself in, in being in general is that we have an expectation in society of or when you, we do someone wrong or when someone reacts negatively to something that we do we have to apologize without understanding what really that like what we really did to that person to the point that they exerted said emotions or said physical actions to ourselves sometimes obviously it might be someone's ego just acting up like let's say you just walk in school and someone just beats the books out of you or something like you know sometimes it's just someone's 
overactive ego and it might not necessarily be your fault but times where it is your fault people tend to apologize just blatantly just like that and it's it's very interesting because if you think about it do you really are you apologizing because you know what you did wrong and why it hurt me and why you should never do that said thing to me or to anyone ever again or are you apologizing because you want me to stop feeling those negative emotions or you want to look like you did your part you see and this is where being genuine comes in because if you were if people were more genuine with their apologies the sentence structure would literally just flow on its own it would make perfect sense when they're apologizing because an apology to me would be that you understand your mistake you understand why it's wrong not that you did wrong but why it's wrong and if you look in today's society a lot of people are programmed to just know right and wrong right and wrong okay this was wrong this was right but they don't necessarily understand and i'm one of these people who don't really believe in right and wrong mm yeah that touched a lot of people um yeah i don't believe in right and wrong and this is why i don't believe in right and wrong because right and wrong is subjective if you think about it what's right for you might be wrong for another person what's wrong for you might be right for another person so right and wrong that view of right and wrong is really subjective to perspective if you say and experience so and how your upbringing is being basically experienced so if i've grown up thinking that um using the pencil until it's almost finished like you can't sharpen it anymore is wrong then i will grow up my whole life thinking that that is wrong and therefore i would never let my pencils finish i know it's a mediocre example but i would grow up my whole life not finishing a pencil and then if i meet someone who happens to sharpen the pencil until the end where they cannot sharpen it anymore i'll get sort of baffled because i'm like you're doing something wrong and in my head due to obviously i keep referencing to this podcast all the time because i feel like this is one of the most thought through podcasts i've ever made if you think about the ego again what you what i see when a person is literally using a pencil that has been sharpened to the point that it cannot be sharpened again is that something that goes against self something that goes against the morals i've grown up with the construct itself and therefore my ego is like they're wrong they're wrong no that's not supposed to happen and you know i have a little mini freak out in my head and depending on how i process those emotions i can exert a certain reaction and it might be good it might be bad it might just no it might be destructive or constructive i like using the words destruct destructive or constructive instead of good and bad because again good and bad is subjective and opinionated so yeah anyway back to the main branch of the topic most people just apologize or do certain things because it is expected of them it's not doing it because you genuinely understand why you should be doing it and etc etc and if you think about this you can do you can go as deep as parenting like this is obviously the root on how kids you know learn to apologize learn to differentiate between destructive and constructive behaviors etc etc and so when they're being raised i am a strong believer in explaining to your kids why it is wrong and making sure they understand why it is wrong then giving them punishment aka beating kids cussing them out etc etc i'm not a fan of 
physically doing something to a kid or even like mentally doing something to a kid like and something destructive to a kid in order for them to learn their mistake because at the end of the day what you're doing is you're basically doing a fear-based training so they get scared to do wrong instead of understand why it is wrong and therefore make anything that they do in in the future like anything they do wrong obviously they will apologize out of the fear of the either the reaction they might get or the fear of that they have quote-unquote done something wrong but they don't understand why they've done it wrong so obviously everything that you're taught in childhood obviously trickles down to your adulthood because literally being a child that's the foundation i hope everybody knows that by 2021 like go do your shadow work go heal from your childhood <laughs> just had to put that in but um yeah that's that's basically my take on it and being in genuine doesn't doesn't only fall onto apologizing to other people when you're being with other people being in genuine can fall to things as simple as your career choices and this is where it's really hard because at the end of the day you can you can let's say want to be something because you feel like it is expected of you and it is wanted from you you don't clearly understand why you want to do something but you think oh it's expected of me it is wanted of me and therefore you carry on you know with either your career path or this is going to touch some people religious views etc etc because that is what is expected of you and i can i can give an example of two types of scenarios in fact one scenario is a kid who the parents have forced them to do a career that they don't necessarily want to do but since they they have been it's been instilled in them from a young age they progressively built it in their head that this is what i want to do they take these ideas and expectations and thoughts of people around them and make it into themselves and therefore when they grow up and they want to um diverge from the initial path that they had they go through a lot of pain and a lot of um, uncertainty and they can get anxiety fall into depression etc etc because basically that has been instilled in your head from the time you were a kid and working it out of your ego working it out of your mind obviously the ego the construct itself working it out of that is so difficult and let alone that just working around the social stigma of just going against what you have been taught since childhood is just detrimental to your mental health and you as a person and so then that's where you know being ingenuine really plays a part again it's it's really it's one of the biggest things that really irks me because it really limits people to people's expectations and again you never end up living life and i have seen so many quotes from old people who are like in their deathbed and they say that oh i wish i did this i wish i did that i wish i just lived life etc etc and it's like you couldn't do this because of the expectations that were around you constantly and the person that you had to keep being and it wasn't being really your true self you weren't being genuine with yourself and if you think of it like another scenario that um let's say you're you as a child this is gonna tap into if you're homophobic um 
I mean, you shouldn't be on my podcast in the first place. I'm sorry. I don't like people hating other people for no reason. But, um, yeah, you shouldn't be on my podcast in the first place. But if you're homophobic, I suggest you leave. Thank you. But, um, um, imagine this. A person who's grown up their whole life and being told that they are straight their whole life. That is what is expected of them. That is what people have basically pushed onto them and etc etc and you grow up and then you find out that you are in fact not straight you're either you're either gay lesbian bisexual i mean pansexual bi you're trans etc etc non-binary etc etc you find out you're one of those and why it's so hard for people in this community the lgbt community coming out why they have to even come out is because one they have to signify for themselves like hey i am now being genuine with myself i am now being real with myself this is who i am i'm not being this because people expect it from me because i don't understand i don't understand why i have to be this so you know yeah and it might seem at first when I started talking about being ingenuine because I know it's something that irks me. Like when someone is not doing something because they personally want to do it, they're doing it because they think they have to. At first, I used to think of it in a friendship level whereby, oh, someone would apologize to me just because I'm mad. Like you're not apologizing to me because you know what you did. You're apologizing because I'm pissed off and you want to basically put our friendship back on track. That is something that at first, that was the only reason why I didn't like people being ingenuine. And I realized over time how much it ties into other factors. Literally every different aspect of your life. If you're not it, true to yourself, it's just, there, there is no point. You're, you're just living an expectation. And if you ask me, in my opinion, it is a sad way to live just living in an expectation and a lot of people and it's so saddening to see especially when you see people who have grown up and accomplished so much you see the most successful people accomplish so much and they look back and they say i wish i did this instead that is so painful because huh, a little insight on me i am an empath i don't know how strong of an empath i am but I'd like to think I am very strong because sometimes I feel people's pain and I do not want to be feeling it because I may, be, I may have woken up very happy and then I just feel all this hurt and I'm like, why? Okay, anyway. So whenever I see these videos or whenever I hear people talk like this because I've heard a number of people around me talk like this, like I wish I could do this again or et cetera, et cetera. It really hurts because you can tell from their mind straight away that they were never true to themselves they did things because it was expected of them they lived their life in expectations and at the end of the day they have all this money but they don't know who that person is in the mirror they they don't and it's sad really because you can be in genuine with one thing you can be in genuine like oh Maybe like it's a food that you're given and you know you don't like it. And you're like, people expect me, expect me to like it, excuse me. So I'll like it. And 
it just builds up it's basically lying to yourself and it just builds up and builds up and builds up to the point that you have this whole false narrative of a person that you cannot break out of because your ego recognizes that as you <laughs> and so you you just you you know that like that's that's the person you've built and now you're looking at them and you're like who are you that kind of got into a tangent a little bit and yeah I, I it hits a lot of spots for me because personally I see it everywhere I see it everywhere and if you know me as a person you know whenever people tend to apologize to me especially for things if that have hurt me a lot I would tell them do you know why you're apologizing or don't apologize to me if you don't know what your mistake is because at the end of the day the apology is meaningless if you don't understand what you did and why i reacted a certain way because of what you did it makes it makes no sense why you would apologize so most times i really try my best whenever people are apologizing they're apologizing from their perspective because they're the ones who need it more than me you you need it more than me you know I, I like at the at the end of the day someone did something bad to me even if they apologize I still felt the emotions I still felt those emotions so for you to understand what you did wrong one really builds you as a person you really step out and you know look in a new perspective and two it makes me feel good because at the end of the day people just want to be understood we just want to be heard and understood and when you get a chance to have someone hear you and understand you both of you guys come out with something from that experience and honestly to me it makes me a little bit not a little it makes me very happy <laughs> so da -da -da, that's something um yeah that's that's my take on my biggest pet peeve being in genuine I, w I could ramble on all day about really how this just how this just manifests in a different way and how it just does I, I do not like it. I, I try to refrain from using the words do not like or hate because <laughs> I am not a very I cannot say oh I'm being positive I'm a whole positive person I know that life is is this two sides of a coin I have to embrace both sides equally and i cannot have positive without negative that is impossible but like i don't like using the words i don't like because um they just make me so when you hate something this is my theory obviously when you hate something or when you dislike something it is constantly on your mind you have to constantly remind yourself that you don't like it constantly and i don't know for some reason i just I don't think I should care that much about something that doesn't bring me joy. I don't I don't think I should exert that much energy into something like that. So I tend to avoid using those words because I'm like, if I use them, I attach a certain emotion to a certain thing. And that's just another attachment that I have to work on breaking. And that's too much. So, yeah, I try to refrain from such. Also, I learned something really important um, this week before I end my podcast because I know you guys are probably wanting to go about your day. 
Why did I say that like that? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. But basically, um, I learned this thing recently and I've been trying to put it into practice. And honestly, it is really tough. I've been learning a lot of things recently about myself, about my environment around me, etc., etc. And I'm loving it in a way, but you know, there's always school in the background and there's always you having to work extra hard for that. But I learned this thing. Um, last week and the week before that and it's really been sticking in my head and they say um it's on tiktok it's been on tiktok now but i've i've known about this for a while so it's watch watch what you think because it becomes what you say this is a very horrible version of it by the way so watch what you think it, it becomes what you say watch what you say because it becomes what you do watch what you do because it becomes a habit watch your habits because it becomes your character watch your character because it becomes your destiny and i i thought about this and i'm like there are certain things that i have said that in my life i don't know how it applies to other people's lives you can look deep and see if it actually has applied but there are certain things that i've said in my head and they have manifested them into actions. And now they're things that I'm trying to break down. I'm going to give you guys a light example and insight into my life again. Haha. <laughs> like the third one this podcast. Wow, I'm really feeling like opening up today. Um, procrastinating. Everyone, everyone procrastinates. Okay, well, a lot of people that I know procrastinate. And I have been trying to break out of procrastination for the longest time. But I don't know what it is about the thrill of doing my work last minute that just irks me. So obviously I would study and things like that like days before, days prior and etc. etc. But then when it comes to assignments, like not long assignments, obviously projects, I take my time. But if it's like something like calculations or fill in the blanks, oh my God, the, just doing it. 12 hours or 24 hours before it's due just like lights a spark under my bottom like i don't know what it does so how i started becoming a procrastinator and how I, oh my god this is such a this is a, so i everyone around me used to procrastinate at a set age and i used to like doing my homework Oh, no, that's a lie. I never used to like doing my homework all the way through primary. But then at a certain time in life, I used to like doing my homework so that I can just play with my free time. Because I discovered like, oh, if I do this before, I can just do this. So I decided to do that. But everyone around me used to procrastinate in a way. And so everyone used to like be rushing last minute and like, oh, my God, I didn't do it. And yada, yada, yada. And I don't know why I felt the need to like fit in. So whenever they're like, oh, have you done, have you done the work? Like, oh, I haven't done the work. I have this much to do. Oh my God, I should have done it earlier, yada, yada. I would always sort of lie and say, oh my God, I haven't done it either. I'm just finishing it right now. Like, oh, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, oh my God, I didn't do it until now. You know, oh, you know when your friends ask you, like, have you done the homework? And I'm like, no, I'm just starting it. Like, that was me. And I know a lot of you guys are going to come for me for Oh, wow, you really, you really weren't a real one. Okay, listen, I was not trying to get anyone to get my homework because I worked hard on it, okay? <laughs> so, basically, I'll be like, oh my God, I'm starting it right now. Oh my God, I'm panicking. Wow, I don't know if I'm going to finish it. You know, I'll really emphasize and feed off that emotion. And at the end of the day, those words became my actions because I sort of 
started doing my homework later. And I didn't notice it until it became a big problem. Whereby I was literally doing my homework in the class that it's due. <laughs> this is a bad tactic. Never do this. <laughs> but I literally started doing my homework in class when it's due. Along with everyone else. And um, you can call it peer pressure. I just call it uh, being uh, a little bit uh, flimsy with my boundaries on myself. Sorry. But yeah. So basically, I kept loosening up and loosening up and loosening up. And I ended up literally doing the homework in the class that I was due. And obviously, I became a procrastinator. A horrible one, in fact. And I have been working through this problem for years. And being a procrastinator, I procrastinate working on my procrastination. So it takes me longer to get over my procrastination because I am procrastinating the procrastination if you're following me <laughs> so that was a problem that became my character and guess what I do not want to make it my destiny I do not want to make it my destiny so I'm trying to break out of it now I have seen the glory of doing my work before time and I am very pleased with it <laughs> so it was a 2019 progress, 2020 progress, and carrying on to 2021, I am doing my best to get over my procrastination. And to be honest, so far, so good. I slipped up once. And also a reminder, if you slip up, doesn't mean that all your progress is lost. It's not. Trust me. It's not. A step forward is a step forward. Even if you fall, you're still on that same step just get back up and go ahead okay yeah and even if you fall back and leave that step you still have it in your head that you have experienced getting on that step so you know how to do it next time so it's okay setbacks are never a bad thing setbacks are literally just a push to shift your perspective a little me trying to be as positive as i can be this week because i have a midterm in less than 12 hours and you guessed it i'm doing this podcast in the middle of the night literally <laughs> all right so that is it for today i hope you guys enjoyed okay i just had to drop something right now wow um i hope you guys enjoyed wow i'm just gonna rewind doing my outro um I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast. Um, yeah, I can't do it anymore. Nice. I lost my flow. But it's okay. It's okay. We move. Um, thank you guys for coming and watching my podcast again. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys reflected a bit. Because reflection is the best time ever. Especially when you're alone. Don't let the government or society or whatever type of controlling people... Um, tell you that being alone is horrible it is actually the best chance you get to be growing and recognize yourself and just build yourself it is the best time ever anyway um thank you guys for joining me once again uh leave any comments if you need um if you have any questions or suggestions or inputs i love reading them they're really nice i'm not I, i'm not that active on my um no, I am actually. So you can go text my Instagram if you guys want anything. 
underscore.t.su i might be changing a name keep sending me those suggestions i need to find a good name for that account anyway i'm rambling um thank you so much for joining me once again um you have been listening to 528 hertz throughout my whole podcast so ha to all those people who don't like frequencies you've just been listening to 33 minutes worth of frequencies thank you very much all right I should stop prolonging this. Bye. Have a nice week, weekend. Have a nice Valentine's. Uh, and if you don't celebrate Valentine's, it's okay. I'm with you on this one. <laughs> okay. Good night. Good morning. Good evening from wherever you are across the world. Bye.